You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This Is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, Back with another episode down at the Bedford studio today with Mr. Terrence Craft to talk about, um, I guess, the business that you have, the communications business that you have, to talk about Oklahoma City Young Professionals, which is kind of how we got connected. Um, and hopefully people know you from that. If they don't, then, then you know, they will after this podcast, hopefully, um, if they haven't seen all of the amazing social media stuff that you've been doing and, and building the network with all the young professionals in the city, which is seems to be growing every day. Um, so thanks for coming down. I really appreciate it. Thanks um, for having me. Excited to share, this, share the full story, right? People who might know who you are don't really know who you really are. So we're going to dive into that today. Um, congrats, though, on the weight loss, man. You've been killing it i've noticed I that appreciate it. Thank 60 you. pounds 60 pounds yeah 62 pounds yeah yes yeah. dude that's that's something right like it's i mean i i i'm the typical person who has done a fitness challenge and then relapsed mm-hmm. and done it again mm-hmm. and relapsed again and now i'm like should i probably do it again i'm just like i haven't got onto the fact that it's a lifestyle change not just like a 60 to 90 day thing that you should do yeah Whereas clearly you have embraced the fact that this is a full-on lifestyle change. To keep off 60 pounds and to maintain doing that. Yes. I think yeah. for me, I dropped like 20 and then I gained 10 back. Oh, so wow. But still, yeah. like yeah. 60s, that's a whole different ballgame. It is. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. So It's um, pretty awesome, though. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's... And I'm sure for you, you see the before and after pictures, you're like, whoa. Or like I, someone hands you a 60-pound dumbbell and you're like, I used to carry this around. Yeah. What? <laughs> but... No, it's just, you know, I'm someone that um, I hate buying clothes. Mm-hmm. I always have. So now I have to um, buy a complete new set of wardrobe. Right. And um, what sucks about it is because, you know, I'm still not at my ideal weight mm-hmm. that I want to be at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I go ahead and buy clothes, even though I won't be able to fit them in another yeah. three months? So it's just, so I just, I wear baggy clothes now. Yeah. So. And then when you get to your weight, you'll be like, right, now I can buy new clothes. Yes, now I can buy new clothes because yeah. um, I'm a slim fit guy. So uh-huh. so now I can actually, you know, wear yeah. it proud. <laughs> no, no doubt. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's something that like, um, you know, you'll get a lot of, you'll probably people saying to you, wow, you look so different. You're doing amazing. But I know deep down, like I said, you set yourself a goal to get to and, and you're not satisfied until you get there and when you do get there then you're like okay now, I've, now I'm happy I, I feel good I don't care what anyone else says yeah so that's yeah. awesome yeah, uh, thank you but yeah I want to say that because I saw that you know following you for, for a couple of weeks now and seeing that posting you know more healthy stuff and, and that's when you said you were down 60 pounds I was like whoa that's that's a huge deal. So it is. congrats on that. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, back to the beginning then. Like we, we do start these podcasts to set some context. Um, born and raised in Oklahoma? Yep. Born and raised in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, lived in Midwest City up until I was 18 years old, actually. Went to Midwest mm-hmm. City High School. Shout out to all the bombers. Then moved to Oklahoma City for college. Went okay. to Oklahoma City University 
for my bachelor's and then went to OU for my master's. What did you go to OCU for? In mass, uh, for mass communications. Okay. So in high school and growing up then, do you have like this passion for kind of mass comm or does, do you get to OCU and think, oh, I'll just figure it out and I'll do this? You know, it's actually funny that you mentioned that because I've always wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. Um, as a little kid, I wanted to be actually be a teacher. And yeah. then as a teenager, I wanted to be a lawyer. Then I got into uh, Bomber News, which is a kind of, in high school, junior year, uh-huh. um, they were just bringing it back. But it's like a, you know, a news channel class. Right. And then you put on the news for the high school. So that's where I picked up my first Canon. It was the first ever T6 Rebel. Uh-huh. Um, and then I learned how to do, you know, video editing, too, because right. I was the, one of the producers for the Tuesday show. So I just learned all about that. Um, but I hated being behind the camera because I... Back then, I was very extroverted, so I mm-hmm. wanted to be in front of the camera. So when I sat down with my college counselor, and we were like, well, do you want to be a lawyer, a political science? I'm like, well, I mean, I, I can major in political, political science, but right. I may not want to end up going to law school, so I need something to like, actually make money with. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, well, public relations. Like, what's public relations? Yeah. So then, you know, it's about, oh, you're kind of positioning a company and telling their story, and you're in front of the camera. I'm mm-hmm. like, perfect. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do, yeah. So that's how I majored in mass comms. Yeah. And you didn't want to go down the kind of news anchor route? No, no. Um, And I I still don't want to. Yeah, that's a hard gig. I can't read that fast. Oh, well, I just, I'm just, I'm more, as as I get older, I'm more of, I'm coming more to my, my mother. She's very introverted too yeah. so she started out extroverted now she becomes very introverted so I like being behind the camera mm-hmm. yeah like being so go stars then you go to OCU yeah uh, and do mass comm how's that experience do you play any sports around OCU or are you just purely into no no just uh, I was actually all about student government mm-hmm. was uh, vice president of student senate twice then I was in Lambda Chi Alpha the fraternity there yeah. was in high ranking positions in the fraternity so very, very social butterfly yeah. at OCU. So, yeah. Which is a great, I mean, I had plenty of good nights out at OCU. You know, I, I, I had a feeling you went to OCU, but I didn't want to. Yeah, you. I didn't go to, I went to Southern Nazarene, which we weren't allowed to have good nights out at Southern oh, Nazarene. Oh, I can imagine. So I had a buddy of mine who played golf at OCU um, from, so it would have been end of year, it would have been fall semester of 14 spring semester of 15 that's when I was down there oh, wow. mostly every weekend playing golf with the guys yeah, and then yeah. disappearing into downtown trying to hide and not get kicked out of my own school by someone finding out that I was enjoying myself on the weekend <sighs> having a few too many drinks with my uh, international buddies who were all on the golf team at OCU yeah. so I survived you did you yeah it's a good yeah. time great Very time, time went yeah. to a few soccer games down there um Great university. Mm-hmm. I think I probably would have. I don't think I would have studied if I was there. <laughs> if I had to go there full time, I don't think it would have been good for my grades. But it would have been great for my golf and yeah. uh, social skills, I guess. Uh, but yeah, awesome university. So you were really involved in like the student government stuff then as well. And uh, yeah, 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 really involved. Um, yeah, I was really involved. What, what is that? Was that just something that? You think I'm going to dive and stick my sink my teeth into this? I'm really like I'm passionate about it because being like behind being in front of the camera and social butterfly and then student government and politics like they're two separately different things, and they but I guess you combine them and, and brought them together. Yeah, I mean they can be two different things. It, well, I guess. it can be two, but I mean, I mean, I think everyone somewhat likes the spotlight, and mm-hmm. if you say that you don't. You, you really deep down really do. You do. People do like some sort of attention. Yeah. Um, but with student government, it was just, 
you know, I, I'm very goal driven, very ambitious. Uh-huh. So it's just being able to create something and then seeing it come to life and then seeing people respond really well to it. Right. Is what really motivated my passion there, gotcha. especially with the policies that we were able to put in place. Um, that's why I love student senate because you know senate were the most power and they were mm-hmm. able to create actual policy. So um, that's just where my passion was. What were some of the policies that you guys implemented? Ooh, that's been a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot stuff that's super important when you're in university. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny because it's like it, it mattered so much. Oh, of course, we, it did. The yeah. elections and all that, and now you know, what, six years later, yeah. you can't even remember what it what you were mad about. Uh-huh. You know. What were your campaign? You know, so, but um, I, I know when I ran for student body president, one of my uh, lofty goals—that's what said—but uh-huh. the one at Chick Fil A there, yes. And everyone made fun of me and all that stuff. But guess what? Guess what's in Alabama? Guess what's right now? now there? Chick-fil-A. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. That's that's got to be a tough thing, though, isn't it? It's like you like lobbied for all this stuff, and you're like you're not there, but you're like. Someone else's might take credit for that, and you're like, "No, I actually put that seat there." It's 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 okay. It it's, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. So, so, so graduating then, you graduate OCU. Do you think like straight away, like I'm going to do a master's, or do you think I'm going to get a job and see how that works, or take a year off? What, well, it was between law that? school or grad school. So law school was still on your mind at that point. Yeah, law school still yeah. on my mind. Um, so it was between law school, and grad school. And, uh, you know, just the MPA program at OU is just amazing. Shout yeah. out to Dr. Fryer and everyone at the public um, mm-hmm. political science department there. So, no, they were just super welcoming. Um, I mean, they just gave me yeah. so much love and support. I mean, the, you know, the scholarships I received, it was just, you know, it was mm-hmm. a no-brainer. So. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you think, you know what, I'm going to go to OU um, and do, do the master's thing, which I think... So, so you graduated in 15? Yeah. So we graduated the same year then. So, yeah, we probably did cross paths at OCU. Um, at that point, six years ago, and you think I'm going to go do my master's, that kind of, like, and I was thinking about doing the same thing too because it's, you know, people, people said, and they kind of say it now too, six years ago, that, like, everybody's got a degree. What else have you got to do to separate yourself, right? And it seemed like doing a master's was the thing to do or going to doctorate school or whatever you call it, which I don't know how those people do that, but power to them because we need doctors. Um, so you go to OU from OCU, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother level, mm-hmm. but it's for a master's, right? So you don't have like the full, you know, are you living on campus doing the master's? Is no. it a two-year thing no, or is it like a night class? Uh, what are you doing at that time when you do the master's? So I was also a TA. Okay. So I, I was mm-hmm. on campus quite a bit. Um, and my experience at OU was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was great. Um, you know, it was really great getting to see two different kind of environments from a smaller uh-huh. you know, university setting to a bigger, um, you know, and, but I, I don't know, it was, I, I had pleasant experiences at both, both, yeah. both places. Mm-hmm. I can't really choose which one I like the best. It's both equal. Yeah, so. yeah. Were you an OU fan before you went to OU? Uh, I was not a Sooners fan. I was a cow. Cal- I, yeah. I, well, I I was a Cowboys fan. Uh, <laughs> There's folks fans listening to this that are now screaming at their car radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, so, but I, it, it really all doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm not much into sports anyway. Gotcha. So. so it wasn't a super alliance anyway, too. It was, it, it was more of just a, we'll watch them because family watched them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so at this point, then, you're doing your master's, you, you're a TA. 
do you think then I'm going to go work somewhere and get an internship and continue being, or maybe getting a teacher's job, or do you think I'm going to start my own business? Uh, I never, I mean, ever thought about being an entrepreneur or business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, so the plan was to just work a full-time job, which is what I did. Yeah. After, while I was working um, in grad school, I also had a part-time job at a nonprofit think tank, and then I ended up working for the Northwest OKC Chamber uh-huh. while I finished my graduate degree. Um, and then I left the chamber and worked at Sandler Training for a year. And then that is when I decided, okay, let me see if I want to start my own business. Right. So during this time, are you still kind of playing with cameras and still producing stuff and you still have that passion away from? So, I, I you know, I put the camera down, um, I would probably say after I left college. Yeah. So grad school was, you know, MPA, public administration, is you know more about policy and, sure. all, and writing and content. So a lot more time we're reading. Mm-hmm. So less less creative in that that mindset for the at least next year and a half. And then um, when I joined Sandler, it was more of a client services type position. So I was doing more client experience things than you yeah. know, video creation. So um, I probably say maybe like. One of my friends, he started his own business and he needed some help with some PR because mm-hmm. we'll get to, I guess, my the, my story about OKCYP. But um, he needed some help. He was the um, he was in OKCYP with me and he saw the stuff I was doing for OKCYP marketing wise and mm-hmm. and said, hey, can you help me? And so then it just kind of grew and just grew from there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's really cool that you kind of like, you, you know, you, you things come back around, right? You had this passion for being in front of the camera in high school and in college. And then, like I said, you, you know, things are different. You've got to, you don't have enough time. Going to grad school is not easy. Managing job and, and being a TA. And you've kind of got to drop the camera a little bit. But this new job gets you back to client services. And you think, hang on a second, there's a market for this. I'm good at it. I enjoy it. Why don't I give it a go? Mm-hmm. And then do you so where where I guess where does the the your personal just craft communications come in, and where does YP join up? Like, is there a, do they come together or do you like where does that um, connect? So I joined the Northwest OKC Chamber in 2016, mm-hmm. and um, the president of the chamber brought back the organization because it went defunct in the yeah. fall of 2015. So there was like only six members. So then the six members were the board. <laughs> yeah. So Jill bought back the, the board, uh, which was six members at the time. And she asked me if I wanted to tag along. Uh-huh. I'm like expiring young professional. And she thought it'd be good for me to kind of come to the first board meeting of just six people. Right. So um, anyway, long story short, probably in 2016, probably for three months, um, I just really had a... Just loved getting out there, loved talking mm-hmm. to people. I, I kind of, you know, kind of became the liaison between yeah. the Young Vegetables group and the chamber. So I was able to do a lot more stuff creatively again, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, the videos to the social media, to the, the marketing presence, to the event coordination. Um, I don't know. I just, I've, I've, I'm a type A personality. I, I'm a control freak. So mm-hmm. I'm able to kind of execute my yeah. vision the way I want it to without any limitation is really nice. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, we just had the Horizon Awards. It was hugely successful at the Paramount Room. Yeah. And just everyone was talking about how great the programs was, how the videos looked. 
And I was like, wow, like I'm actually really good at this. Like, right. Really good. So um, in March of 2017, um, I was like, you know, maybe I should like start uh-huh. getting back into, you know, the videos. Maybe I should just start, you know, just doing some fun stuff, you yeah. know, to occupy my time. It's still doing crafty full-time was never on my radar, but possibly doing crafty is like a side hustle. Uh-huh. I toyed with the idea. So, um, you know, I started getting a few more clients um, later in the summer, and then um, I left the chamber, went to Sandler Training, and uh, at Sandler Training, they're, they're a coaching firm. Uh-huh. So I'm around all these hugely successful business owners right. and learning all about how to, how to run a business and how to, you know, how to um, be a great salesperson and, and, and close on business and all that stuff. So I just, I'm just learning all this stuff here while I'm still, you know, getting back to my passion of, you know, uh-huh. video and, and storytelling. And um, I know I just came a lot more. I came a lot. Um, my friend circle grew. Um, and so I was around a lot more young entrepreneurs, yeah, young business owners. And so they kept pushing me to do it, pushing me to do it full time. You know, uh-huh. so and, and I did. It's intoxicating when you're around a group like that, right? Because you just it, like they it, give you so much confidence. They're so like, much confidence. I can do this because there's like 15 examples in front of me of all these people that have done it themselves. Yeah, and they're all in different industries. And you're like, why not? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And it's awesome that, like I said, you built up kind of like a, a small. I mean, you've been building up relationships over the years anyway. Um, and probably referring business to others because you were like, I'm too busy, I can't do it myself. And now they're like, oh, now you can do it, right? And then, like I said, you're in part of the chamber and training and and the YP stuff comes around and like, well, if someone asks you, like, I'll do it, I can do it. It's It makes total sense Yeah. why it all worked out. Yeah. But, I mean, of course you make a lot of mistakes. Well, yeah, everyone um, does. Yeah, in your first few years. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm you, still making mistakes. Well, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, my passion is video. Yeah. You know, but, you know, if you want to be competitive in the market, you want to do more than just video. Because uh-huh. sometimes clients want, a, you know, every do you done just in one company. They don't want right. you doing this and someone else doing this versus this. So, but then it's just, it just distracts you from what you're passionate about, uh-huh. you know? So, you know, when COVID happened, the epidemic happened, it just made me just really kind of reassess what my passions are and what I want to spend my time doing. Uh-huh. And so it, it's crazy because, as you mentioned, people love OKCYP social media, and yeah. I love doing OKCYP social media. It's like, I don't, I can't explain it, but right. I just love seeing the visions come to life. But, you know, doing social media for other people, most likely Same. not. Yeah. totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah I love doing not. my own, but I, I've done, I do, currently I do one other right now. And, and, I, and I have, and I have, you know, I have a few other accounts I use social media for, but, you know, it's just, now Crafty is just solely a video production agency. Right. You know, and it's yeah. it's just been awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been great. That's awesome. So, so tell me about, like, we'll get to the main crux of the Horizon Awards, I think, in a little bit, but you mentioned that Horizon Awards came back in 2017. Well, they started in 2017. Oh, so that's when, so so you were part of the, like, building the launch for it. Then. Yes. Got yeah. you. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't like, I know you said it went defunct in, in So the organization, um, yeah. so I can talk about this forever, so get yeah, ready. Yeah, let's do it. I want to so, hear all about it. Here, get, get ready. Get ready. Hopefully I get one of these awards very soon. <laughs> I forget that you're not. <laughs> this is not a conflict of interest, I promise. Yeah, if I, I, win, what I was, I was like, this, this is a conflict of interest. I've never seen one. You don't vote, is that right? I, uh, I don't vote. There you go. So it doesn't matter. I don't vote. Yeah. And the board's vote are not included this year. So Ellie, you can't go. count on Ellie's vote either. Oh, he wouldn't so. vote for me anyway. So yeah. <laughs> um, I give him too much crap, but his hair. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so OKCYP was formerly known as the Northwest Young Professionals. Okay. So the Northwest Young Professionals was founded in 2012. Mm-hmm. So October 12, 2012. Remember that date, 10 years, next year, get ready yeah. for the biggest blue party of your life. It's going to be wild. Um, and so the organization was founded on connecting young professionals in the Northwest OKC area okay. um, with three different pillars, So, which is connect, develop, impact. So connect, we have our networking opportunities, which mm-hmm. are our lunch meetups, after hours, and develop events. We provide professional development seminars mm-hmm. where we bring in outside speakers to talk about different um, professional topics. And then impact is we provide volunteer opportunities for, people, you know, for young professionals to get involved in the right. community and volunteer at different local charities. So that's what the organization was originally founded on. So in 2015, um, you know, Young Professionals, one of our biggest, biggest, you know, things that that makes us awesome, but also, uh, you know, frustrating too, is, you know, is, uh, you know, we're we're always on the move. We're always looking for the next, you know, if if it's not a fit, you're, you're going to know it for sure. You're going to want to move on. So there was a lot of turnover in the organization. People would come to Oklahoma City, move out of Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. get married, have a family. So the organization at the time in 2015 was just, just a lot of turnover. Yeah. So, um, And it was just becoming just a lot. So the, um, I think the board at the time chose to just kind of put it on a hiatus mm-hmm. until a new board can come in and get it back on track. Right. So in 2016, that's what Jill, who's the president of the Northwest OKC Chamber, what she decided to do. So she brought in um, six new young professionals and have them serve on the board to restart the organization. Gotcha. So um, I came in as a staff liaison and um, we grew from maybe six members to maybe like 30 members that year. Mm-hmm. So then in 2017, um, we had the Horizon Awards in January, had 100 people in attendance there at the Paramount Room. And that event really helped us reach more young professionals. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, um, nope, still, still 2017, getting ahead of myself. So in 2017, the board at the time voted to change the name for Northwest Young Professionals to Oklahoma City Young right. Professionals so it can reach Great idea. a greater audience. Yeah. So I became chairman in 2018. Um, and, uh, you know, we just did a lot more. St- the mission of the organization still stayed the same. We still had our three pillars, mm-hmm. but we just expanded more. I really wanted to recruit more entrepreneurs and business owners. Right. So in 2018, we, you know, we saw, you know, a huge increase in business owners, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, uh, young professionals who have side hustles. And that really kind of helped elevate our organization mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, what we wanted to provide in terms of, you know, um, programming. So during 2020, you know, even though I know a lot of businesses um, face a lot of hardship, mm-hmm. our organization still um, still thrived. Yeah. You know, we still had, you know, a lot of membership growth. Mm-hmm. So we did, you know, we did move to Zoom for a little bit, but, you know, our members wanted in-person events. So our Horizon Awards last year was in person. Mm-hmm. I think we were one of the few nonprofits to actually have, Amazing. like, one of our signature events in person. Um and, you know, it's just for the past nine years, it's just this organization of just, I don't know, it's exceeded my expectations right. I think everyone's expectations. We were with um, the chamber, but we grew too big for them. Mm-hmm. So we had to separate and become our own entity. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're now executive director, is that right? Yeah. Is that the, the correct title? Yes, that is the correct yeah. title. Yeah, and it seems like the so obviously you know the YP has grown so much, and and, and people will see it more as a brand now and, and its own organization. How I guess do we 
you mentioned the Horizon Awards. I've been nominated this year. There's 20 people nominated, right? 19, yeah. 19. How do, I mean, let's talk about the Horizon Awards in general. Like, what is it about? Who do you, why do you nominate people? Who gets nominated? I mean, just kind of, if there's people listening thinking, oh, like, do I apply for it? Like, how does that all work out? Yeah, so the Horizon Awards is an event that recognizes outstanding young professionals okay. in very different areas and aspects. Um, and so we honor not just our members, but also non-members. Uh-huh. So members get honored with awards like Young Professional of the Year, which is our highest honor. Uh-huh. So think of like- Which you won that, right? I won that last year. Yeah. Yeah. It took me five years to get nominated. <laughs> I, I want to make sure that's, that's, that's yeah. there. Uh, because Didn't vote for himself, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, it was a shock. I was not expecting to win it. Um, but yeah, that was our, our, our highest award. Um, you know, outstanding performances in like leadership, business yeah. ownership, community engagement. So we have about 12 member awards that we recognize with members, and it's all a nominee process. And then non-members can recognize with the On the Horizon Award, mm-hmm. which you're a finalist in. And that award recognizes up-and-coming young professionals okay. who are considered to be rising stars and who are going to do great things in our city over mm-hmm. the next few years. Kind of become like the next Mayor Holt, so to speak. Could so, you imagine me as a mayor? Jeez. I never said that, though. Everybody would be drinking tea for br- at breakfast every morning. would make that a citywide mandate. I'm sure they'd be up in arms. <laughs> about that uh, we'd get real bacon in this city as well not like the bacon that we have in, in America it's a big thing if you had UK bacon game changer mm. uh, yeah so so there's like I just said there's there's people nominated every year that are outside the the group uh, the membership base that are doing I, I you're saying all these things it makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> right like it's almost like you know it's like when you're like when someone praises you about the work that you're doing like I find it hard to like take it in because for me like I, I know that there's a lot of stuff that I haven't done yet and I'm always working towards right kind of probably the same way as what people say to you about your weight loss goal right you're like you're doing so great you lost each money you're like yeah but I'm not at my goal yet yeah right it's, yeah. it's the same for me it's like yeah. but you're doing great things you've been doing it for so long but for me it's like just getting started or and, and that might come across as like kind of not big-headed but like I think I have a lot of self-confidence to know that like this is just the beginning and you probably get the same same as well with 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 your business too but it's yeah I find it difficult sometimes to like take praise I don't know why it just it makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, you know, those especially are, in a city where I don't. I, I mean, I live here, but I'm not from here. Right? Yeah, yeah, and and, yes, and and to your to your point, I want to say that's what this award is really about. Is we're recognizing young mm-hmm. professionals who one don't go seek out recognition for right. what they do, right? And they're doing such incredible work, amazing work that no one else would know mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the Horizon Awards. That makes sense, yeah. So that's why I love about this event is that I think people, I think every year people are like, oh my God, I had no idea that these, there's mm-hmm. so many people doing X, Y, Z right. here in the community. This is this is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. when they, you get up there, hear your name call, you have to go give it a little speech. Yeah, right. it's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's I, not, have, I haven't got a speech prepared because I don't think I'm going to win anything. <laughs> so, uh, so, but no, it's that's really why I love the Horizon Award. Mm-hmm. Is you know, it's, it just gives people who are so deserving, um, not just an award, right. but just more of just like you know, I like to call it that. We're elevating you to the horizon. A little bit of recognition, yeah. yeah. A little bit of elevation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to come to the event. Right, I get to dress up it's at the farmers market. We've got some pretty big names who are going to be handing out some of these awards. I see you've been announcing that this week. Um, 
Yes. Haven't met the governor yet. I'd love to meet him and get him on the podcast sometime. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll he'll say yes. Who knows? You'll meet him but virtually. He, he's going to be there. Obviously. Virtually, he's virtually. Is that virtually, right? Virtually, yeah. Okay. Who else is going to be there? Uh, I mean, everyone will be there. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have like? I mean, just. A, uh, what is that? The, the the strobe lights outside the building, the, into the sky. I mean, <laughs> red carpet service. The news crews are going to come out. I mean, uh, so there will be a pre-show this year. Yeah, from yours truly, Mr. Elliot. That's what mm-hmm. he wanted because he's all about the photo op. Um, so yeah, so nominees be able to walk the red carpet, get their pictures taken, and yeah. they get interviews, um, and then just you know all that fun stuff for them. Make them feel special because right. they're special, you know. Um, so, yeah, so we'll have, uh, you know, the former editor and publisher of the Oklahoman, Kelly Fry, will be there. Uh-huh. She's actually going to um, speak to us about the resources that are provided from the Oklahoma Mental Health Association. Okay. Mental health is um, a huge topic. It's uh-huh. something that we're, you know, very, very, very want to make sure we start the conversation on yeah. this year's Rice Awards, especially amongst the young professionals community. Uh-huh. Um, so Dejon Jones, Mike Crandall, the Hillenbrand, just really a lot of people who our community around young professionals we really respect uh-huh. um, you know some really great powerhouses to, I think is, uh, is this night going to be kind of like here's the awards and now everyone gets loose and has a good time and there's live music and a DJ or is this like a banquet golf clap like up on stage serious kind of award this is a me. you know it's funny because because um, I get the feeling of both <laughs> depending uh, on who I speak to well I'm, I'm hosting this year so yeah. and, I, and I like a quiet room uh-huh. so uh, <laughs> um, think you know it's, it's more formal okay yeah it's more formal um, you know we have an after party so uh, more information will be announced at the event for that so you, you can get kind of let where is the after there. party where are we going You'll find out. Uh, this won't go out before it, so. Yeah, I, I forgot. I really did. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I literally forgot, but it's right TBD, across. TBD, guys. Yeah. I will be. It's, it's I will, right across I will the circle back. Yeah. yeah. Next next time, I if I if we do a podcast after yeah. uh, the awards, I will have, if I win anything, I'll put it right in front of me and find out what it is. Um, or wear it around every day to prove that I've won something for doing something to, other than golf. Uh but so yeah, really excited obviously for the event this week. Um, like I said, you've been doing a lot of cool social media work for it, uh, and I'm just excited to meet people, right? Like, because I don't know anyone, I don't think else that's been nominated, which is kind of weird for me because after doing the podcast, and you always kind of know somebody, but I don't think I know anyone else in the group. Um, but I do know Kaylee, who's part of the YP anyway, Kaylee Vaughn, who crushes it. Yes, she's amazing. Um, for the one stuff, right? Is mm-hmm. that what she's been doing? Mm-hmm. Um, she's got to come on the podcast. So Kaylee was my, um, like, NSI mentor at SNU when I came in as a freshman. Oh, wow. So that's I've known Kaylee for a long time. Wow. Uh, and Cameron as well. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I actually know who Kaylee is, but Kaylee's a member. She's, um, she's, she's also the most nominated person with seven that. nominations. Yeah. Yeah. She's crushing it. Yeah. Um, so. Kaylee, if you're listening, you're killing it. Keep doing great work. Amazing work. Um, and she's someone that hates the spotlight. Oh, I know. Yeah, yes. doesn't like it, it at all. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it, yeah, you know. But when you're doing good, good work, it's going to find its way mm-hmm. to you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. So, okay. um, so to, uh, we're taking away from from YP because I know we could talk about that a lot, but I yes. want to give value to you here because this is not, you know, 
you're executive director of the young OKC Young Professionals, but you know you have your own business as well. And for people listening, let's talk more about that. Like the video production that you do, there might be people listening that that need that for their business. You know, dive into that. Like, if there's someone listening that think, oh, I need that. Like, tell us about you know what exactly that the, your business does, and 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 I guess where you'd like to take it in the future. Yeah. So, Crafty Communications is a video production agency. Okay. So we specialize in, um, of course, video production, mm-hmm. video editing. Um, so we do any all kinds of videos mm-hmm. for um, small to mid-sized businesses. So um, the industries that we really do um, a lot of work with is oil and gas, um, nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're now making way into the banking industry, which is something that I've, I wanted to do for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you have a story, a really good story, mm-hmm. um, and you want to share it or you want to tell it, you don't know how to tell it, um, I would love to have a conversation yeah. with you. And I think going going into the future, people are now like used. To, people are, I think, getting more aware and more common businesses are anyway of understanding that they have to present what they do and, and communicate, not just through the written word, but through video. Yeah, people are going to come to their website. Nobody likes to read, right? For the yep. most part, so you know you got to capture someone with a cool graphic or a video. Just much easier to show someone a video for a minute that does shows you exactly what my business does, rather than hey, here's about me and everyone's has an about section, but very rarely do people read it. Yeah. So yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's, that must be really exciting because then you learn so much about the businesses as well. Kind of like what I do with the podcast. I mean, I just. That's why I love it, because I get to meet people every time, and I get to learn more about what they do. And then you're in there telling their story and picking out the best bits for the video, but you get to hear, you know, 30 minutes of content for a ten, you know, for a ten three to 10-minute video, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's like I said, it, it what I love is, is just being able to see something that either myself or the client, mm-hmm. what they envisioned. And when they watch the video for the first time, whether whether it's in person or whether they call me and they're yelling, oh my God, this is even better than I thought it was. You know, it's just, there's nothing nothing better than that feeling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's nothing better. And that's why I love to cook. Um, and that's why I'm creating my own cooking channel too. Okay, tell soon. me about it because I'm terrible at cooking, but I would <laughs> happily watch some some videos to learn how to do it. No, um, well, I think that you saw something on my Instagram that I posted recently. Yeah, I thought I didn't think that you made that though. You made, that's yeah, awesome. I made that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks that looks way too yeah, good I for some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I think good for it was, you. Yeah, yeah, like creamy parmesan uh-huh. lemon chicken okay yeah really good is cooking like your release then it is okay it is so like i said i'm a control freak yeah control freak and i i i have a twin brother as well so growing up i had to share a lot yeah um but also figure out how to be different from him exactly individuality yeah so 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 with that being said you know i'm I'm very intense and kind of Mm -hmm. sometimes high maintenance and and i'm like get a type a personality alpha male so so whenever i feel like i don't have control over something or something didn't execute the way that i want it to i can always just go to the store buy some buy some ingredients and make something how i know it's gonna turn out and it's all you and it's all me yeah yeah it came out exactly the way i want it to so you Putting that and the video production together and making a cooking show or channel? A cooking channel, yeah. Okay, on YouTube? On uh, Actually, I'm thinking of Facebook Watch. Okay. Yeah. That's 
smart for people listening that want to make new videos and start a channel Facebook's pushing pushing Facebook watch to compete with YouTube so you should probably start <laughs> um, yeah. just general cooking just just kind of like to see where it goes and, and like I said it's a stress reliever for you so you're not really worried about well you know as you know also I'm, I, I just got done finishing a movie yeah and you know one thing I realized and to everyone out there who's also a type A personality who may also be struggling with this a bit, um, it's important for you to, I, I had a hard time with just letting things go. Like mm-hmm. I could be editing a video for 10, 13 yeah. hours and I think it is the awesome best video right. of all time. And then the client gets it and they're like, this is not what I expected. I'm yeah. like, I want to change everything, right? So then I, I get I get hurt. I feel like this is what I, but it's not, it's, 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 I had to realize that it's not my video, uh-huh. right? It's not my vision. It's their vision. You're providing the service to them. Yeah, and you go, and so yeah. I needed an outlet. I didn't right. want to, like, I love crafties might like my baby, yeah. but it's not my baby. And I can't, you know, just take on every project and make right. it like mine because then it's just going to be like this tug of war between, like. Yeah. And then your clients won't like you because they're making me. it like you want it, exactly. not how they want it. Yeah. So Sadly, now, you're in the client services business. Exactly. Yeah. So so now I have cooking as okay. an outlet. Yeah. So where, you know, maybe it's like, you know, you know, after the video's done and they love it. Right. And I'm like, I could have just done it. But they're like, no, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. I'll take that and make a really cool dish. And go to the next one. And then the go to the one. next yeah. one. Yeah. Are we specializing in anything? Are we staying away from some things? Like, are you, like, I, I mean, there's baking and then there's cooking, right? I mean, people who can do desserts so and I, stuff. I, I love both, actually. Okay, good. I love both, yeah. yeah. I love both. I love to do both, actually. So That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that. Uh, all right, so for people listening then, where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they uh, apply to be in uh, and join YP if they feel inclined? Um, come to next year's Horizon Awards? Yeah, so for OKCYP, uh, go to OKCYP.com. Um, that has uh, all information you'll need. Um, it's super informative there. Also, go to our Instagram page at OKCYP, at OKCYP. For crafty communications, you can uh, connect with me on LinkedIn uh-huh. under Terrence Craft or follow my business page, Craft Communications, on LinkedIn. Um, or you connect with us on Instagram, too, yeah. Crafty Calm OK. So back to that, but you just before we finish, you just mentioned LinkedIn, and I I know that how underrated LinkedIn is, and I crazy. don't use it enough. Yeah, and I need to, but yeah, you should. Before we finish off, tell us a little bit about kind of like how you value LinkedIn as a business owner and how important it is to drive business for you. Yeah, um, LinkedIn is one of my main vehicles for how I drive how I drive income yeah. to my business. So I mean I. Everyone should have a website, so I have a website, but you know, I have a website too, mm-hmm. but I use my LinkedIn profile as kind of my website. Okay. I use all, like all my branding, all my videos get published directly to my LinkedIn profile first. Mm-hmm. So, and I can tell you just, just, just from experience that when I am active on LinkedIn, when I am putting the work, I am, yeah. you know, um, commenting on the post, um, posting videos, tagging people in my post, um, I, you know, I can, I probably get maybe three to four messages, mm-hmm. people inquiring about my business a week. Yeah. So, but when I'm like, you know, um, not doing such a good job on LinkedIn or whatever, you know, of course I get nothing. Yeah. So yeah, LinkedIn is a huge driver. Why do you think that? Do you think it's just more of like a serious place for people who are business owners compared to like posting cat videos on Instagram and Facebook? Do you think people's mindset when they're on the app is totally different? Well, you know, you have people to look at it is that, you know, B2B or B2C. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So Facebook, 
it's it's just it's Facebook now, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. it's so 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 clouded with yeah. so much different noise and so much different stuff. And I want to say, post you know the first presidential um, post twenty sixteen election, mm-hmm. it just came really divide, uh, divisive yeah. place. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's 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 just yeah. So Instagram, I feel like it's becoming a really good for B two B, but it's still really good for B two C. But for LinkedIn, it has always been really good for B two B. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, it's, it's people say like it's hard or whatever. You have to just you have to keep at it. You know, just yeah. like you did for your Instagram mm-hmm. page. Yeah. This is Oklahoma consistency. Consistency is key. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've built a really good following, really good brand over yeah. the course of three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so definitely. It, yeah, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, I, I'm previous guest Andrea from Strategic Hype said exactly the same thing. Preaching, you know, she's like it's everybody. She she has a course on LinkedIn. Um, as well, and then shows you how to utilize your page and business from yes. that. And it's you yeah. know it's amazing how people just don't use it as much, or they may have a page and they never use it. But hopefully, this one, um, up, you know, can people listening tell you if you have your own business or you start on a side hustle, jump on LinkedIn, connect, um, use it the same way as you do use your social media page by commenting and engaging. But just know you you probably the odds of you growing as a business and getting more calls are probably more significant on LinkedIn than they are on any other platform like you said they're clouded it's full of people scrolling to the bottom of the internet to find I don't know people falling over a cat videos or whatever but uh, Terrence thanks so much for coming in uh, really excited uh, appreciate um, you know everything you do and obviously everything you've done for, for YP starting back in, in 15 and 16 and, and now obviously executive director and have a huge role um, and you've been busy this week before the event which is in a couple of days um, but this will go out a little after it um, so maybe I will Thank have a trophy you. maybe I won't <laughs> who knows um, but I'm excited to be a part like of it that he's just baiting me and I don't baiting. really know yeah. I don't really know I don't have no maybe idea. I'll call the people who do all the trophies in Oklahoma City and find out if I get one <laughs> I wouldn't do that Tracy, Tracy and Rick who's listening who I had on the podcast previously might be getting a phone call here um, um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming down. For everyone listening, I'll post the links to Terrence's businesses uh, and the YP page in the description down below. And yeah, we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.